Hello, everybody. This is Isaiah. This is Dan. And Miguel. For this, um, the last week of uh, January. What? Uh, July. <laughs> July. I am, I, am, I am frazzled beyond. It's been hot. <laughs> it's been hot. There's been a humongous fire in LA for like the last few days. It's, it's too hot today. It's It's been scary, but at the same time, the sky is beautiful. And you, you, just... see, that, you see that one tortoise? No. What? There's a tortoise that escaped from the, uh, somebody's house and just outran the fire. It's a freaking tortoise. Like people just saw him like booking it. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, and they they found him and they, and they picked him up so he can get away. And yeah, and they're just trying to find the owner. <laughs> what does that remind me of? Um, yeah, I saw this video. It's or it's this picture. It's this one guy's like, look what I found. And he's picking up a tortoise. He's like, oh, I send him back home, though. And he throws it in the water. He's like, that's a tortoise. They don't swim. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, it's terrible. <laughs> but yeah. Um, it's nothing, I always love the idea of fast, slow animals. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, well, this weekend uh, is Comic-Con. And as you can tell by us being on the air, we are not there. Uh, True. A lot of great stuff though coming from it. The one thing that that I was pleasantly surprised about, because like there's a, a lot of stuff that's coming out and a lot of stuff that I was expecting. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I wasn't expecting came out of nowhere and really excited me was um, the woods. Like there was a thing. There was <laughs> the, a thing. the woods came out of nowhere and they just attacked me. <laughs> I got beaten up by trees. I got mugged by the woods. <laughs> they had to get away from the fire, and they just <laughs> came into town. Now, um, because like everyone, was, like there were posters of it everywhere. It just said the woods, the woods, and like everyone's like, "What the hell is this?" And then finally, it was unveiled. Um, the movie is actually titled Blair Witch. Oh, it's a it's a sequel, uh-huh. and it, it's still found footage. But because we're now in 2016, it's better looking found footage yeah makes sense um it basically it's about a guy whose sister was the girl from the original blair witch project okay oh. and they're trying to find and he believes that she's still alive because they found new video mm-hmm. and he's like i think that's her like you know and like the whole movie is them trying to find her and it's like this looks amazing like i it, it actually looks good. It, it it looks like it has a well thought out plot as opposed to the original Blair Witch Project. Mm-hmm. It kind of has like an interesting story to it. It looks really creepy. Um, I feel it, like they really have to step it up because like Blair Witch uh, came in on the ground f- floor of the found footage genre. Yeah, and yeah. like I feel like nowadays people have seen so many of those. You really got to do something. Well, at first oh, I didn't yeah. think it was. At first I didn't think it was found footage, just because the fact, like I said, it looks really clean. Yeah. But then I see people with cameras like going like this in the movie, mm. and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, it is found footage. But at the same time, it's like, it's like really high def looking fo- film footage, as opposed to like you know Paranormal Activity, where it's still all the grainy looking security yeah. camera kind of stuff. <laughs> so that, it had that going for it. Another movie that I was excited about seeing the trailer for. Uh, it's only a TV movie. But Legends of the Hidden Temple. It looks oh, terrible, yeah. dude. I watched the trailer for that. I know, but it looks terrible in a good way. I love terrible in a good uh. way. Kirk Fogg even makes a guest appearance in it. As like, like basically he's the tour guide of the Hidden Temple kind of thing. And I'm like, this is amazing. And they got the temple guards and Olmec and all that. Yeah, Olmec. And you, and you see the steps of knowledge. I'm like, oh, that was the stupidest part of the show. But I still love that it's here. They even have that one scene where they have to cross the moat while holding onto a rope and having a makeshift raft. Like I'm like, this is great. 
I love all of this. They even fuck up building the shrine of the silver monkey. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> they did? Yeah, because they show, like, one was like, hold on, let me get the base. And then one goes, okay, I got this part. And then, like, the body is twisted backwards and the head's on top. I'm like, seriously? <laughs> like, like, it's still on wrong. And, like, <laughs> you will try your best at the shrine. Of the, the silver, silver monkey. <laughs> Ooh. Um, yeah, I was telling you about the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, man. It's, it sounds really good. Like, there, there was a bunch of, uh, there's a, there a large scene that was shown. Uh-huh. It sounds like uh, Yandu is going to be, like, a main part of the of the cast this time around. Uh-huh. Like, they basically said he, he seems like he's, he's part of the Guardians in this, this, this movie. Oh, good. And, uh... Uh, Sylvester Stallone is going to be in it as a member of the Nova Corps. Nice. Nice. So I'm, I'm just hoping he just he just channels dread. He's yeah. just, I am the law. I am the law. <laughs> and it was at that point that every single Supreme Court justice stood up and said, I am the law for about five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, Kurt Russell, I forgot about that, that <laughs> article. Is that the Onion? Yeah, it was an Onion article about how uh, the, the Supreme Court has deemed the death penalty we do be extremely badass. <laughs> <laughs> um... But yeah, and uh, uh, Kurt Russell is going to be Star Lord's dad. Mm. Uh, have you guys figured out who it is yet? I don't know. You said we were close with Galactus, which scares me. Okay. <laughs> Let's say, uh, what do you say Star Lord's uh, biggest character flaw is? That's, that's my hint. Oh, that he's way too into the 80s. He, he has a very big what? Uh, his dad is Ego? His, his dad is Ego, the living planet. Uh, uh. Ah, scary. Um, <laughs> yeah. Apparently, he can make a human form. So. Oh, okay. 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 Kurt, Kurt Russell's his human form that he that he made. Oh, but okay. yeah, he's he, it's just a part of his overall consciousness. Oh, okay. Uh, but yes, that was creepy, but that's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> you, you saw you saw you were because you were just talking about how there's like there's no way that like, I just could sleep with a with a normal sized person. Yeah. And I was just like, you're so close though. <laughs> <laughs> Think bigger. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it sounds really good. And they have another another prison break scene. <laughs> so. oh, nice. And then uh, what else? What else came out? Freaking the Wonder Woman trailer looks amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. the the last one looks crazy. Yeah, is it like CGI or did they just like? It could be normal, and you just like they just, just added like added the light after effect added, glow. Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe. Um, oh, I was so excited about that just because they actually added um, Eric Candy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Freaking love that character. Hmm. Like, I kind of want to make that the cover photo for this episode because I found a picture where it's just her saving Wonder Woman. Uh-huh. And she's like, it's all thanks to cause me being powered by candy. <laughs> she's just like, <laughs> oh, oh, hyperactive. <laughs> yeah, uh, if you don't know who that character is, she's just uh, like an old sidekick of, of Wonder Woman, kind of like her, uh, Jimmy Olsen. Uh-huh. And her whole thing is that... Uh, she used to be kind of like like just like a normal lady mm-hmm. who was friends with her, and I guess I think she got injured or something, and she ended up getting kind of addicted to candy while she was in the hospital because I kept, kept giving her gifts. Yeah, and I think it's kind of like a coping mechanism for her now. So she kind of like eats a lot of candy all the time. Mm-hmm. So she becomes kind of big, like yeah. really big. Yeah, but she's kind of got like that that strong but fat thing going for her. Yeah, ah, yeah, because she you know she she's very active. So. Yeah. She's like Bob from Tekken. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the Wonder Woman, freaking uh, the the Justice League trailer. 
Oh, I I liked it except for I'm like, why are you making Barry Allen like a loner, like a like a? Well, he's young. Yeah, I yeah. guess it's a very young Barry Allen. He hasn't even joined the police force or anything. I don't think. Yeah, but it's just like he's like, oh, I need friends. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you've got people that love you, Barry. <laughs> like, like I've never not known a series of of the Flash where he's just like he's just like some insulted made fun of person like he's always been no, that kind yeah, of guy yeah. that everyone like kind of likes well him he's like the dc spider-man like he's like I the thing that connects everybody huh? yeah uh, and then arthur curry of course being the main point focal point of that trailer too and uh, uh, maybe they're just trying to go off of uh quicksilver because uh, quicksilver in in the x-men movies is kind of like that uh, you know he just spends all his time in the basement <laughs> yeah i just like how he's, he's doing in, in the in uh, like i love how like now dc is like okay so Batman v Superman didn't work. Let's try to let's try to make this a little more a little more fun, marvelish, <laughs> and um, how marvelous, how marvelously delicious, um, and and like you know, and you have like Icky Thump by the White Stripes playing over the trailer and like, yeah. and all this stuff, and like well, you're trying to you're trying to sweeten this pot, aren't you? <laughs> like, yeah, it seems a lot more fun than their other stuff. Yeah, it's cool. And then everyone got upset about the killing joke. And oh yeah, I'm I'm still upset about it. <laughs> it was such a stupid scene. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, you don't think Batman would just want to save Barbara Gordon just on the merits that it's fucking Barbara Gordon? Yeah. <laughs> well, not only that, but they built it up so much. They were saying like before it was revealed that it was this. It was them having sex. It was like yeah. we're gonna expand her storyline and make it about her, and then like you're gonna want you're gonna care more about her and stuff, and really get to know her, and then it's revealed that she just. She literally gets into being Batgirl just to sleep with Batman. Like that's how. That's from what I understand because they showed the whole movie. Yeah, people have seen it already, and like, like she's already like she's saying that she has a boyfriend to people before she's even met Batman, and stuff. And she's like just getting into being Batgirl just to sleep with him, and it's just like, what is Bruce Timm's deal with that? Like, why is he so obsessed with it? Like he did that in the, in the animated series too. If you remember yeah. near the end, and then Batman Beyond, he made it canon or in that universe. Yeah, oh, yeah. That, they, that they had dated and like that they, that they slept together. Yeah. In the comics, it's actually revealed that the reason why 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 Dick Grayson left was because Batman got her pregnant while he was still dating her. Oh yeah. This <sighs> <sighs> is yeah. Yeah, and then they called uh, one of the reporters a pussy for. Saying something during the, during the panel. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, I forget what the actual thing that the guy said was, but it was just something like, "Oh yeah, here we go." It said, uh, "He like shouted out because um, he said no, like it's 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 not that she's still a strong female character," and and the guy the guy yelled out, "Yeah, but using sex and then pining for Bruce," <laughs> and, and uh, one of the one of the co-writers or uh, co-creators of the the movie just uh, said, "You want to see that again, pussy?" People were like, that's not, <laughs> you're not really uh, doing yourself any favors by calling somebody a pussy when, when people are uh, accusing you of, you know, being that way. Yeah. Just, you're kind of misogynistic. You want to say that to my face, you fag? Like, yeah, just, exactly. <laughs> thank you. Exactly. It's like, <laughs> it, it, it just, it, like, stop, don't, don't prove his point for him. Mm-hmm. And Bruce Tim said that there's there's always been an unstated attraction between the two characters. Like in his you, mind, you that's made what he it. thinks. Yeah. yeah. It's just know. yeah. Um <laughs> I just think of that that, that one interaction in Justice. Uh-huh. Our uh, Catwoman fights uh, Batgirl and she says, uh, I'm not sharing Batman with you. And, and uh 
Batgirl just says, what? Ew. <laughs> like, to me, that's the, that's the proper interaction. Well, to me, I always kind of figured, like, if, if nothing else, it, it it might be, like, a one-sided... Like, like, like that, too, makes sense. But then mm-hmm. I also, also I kind of thought, you know, maybe she does kind of have a thing for Bruce, but Bruce would never yeah. act upon it. No. Well, you'd think yeah. so, because he's, like... Her father is like a father to him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like and the kinda... age difference and the the the, the teacher student relationship. It's yeah. like none, none of that seems like it should be a thing that Bruce would do. Yeah, yeah. like like it's it's almost like it's it's like she could have a thing for him just because of the fact like you know the 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 respect that she has for him the like yeah. you know kind of the kind of yeah. way he is like kind of have that, that little bit of infatuation but not like yeah full on not full on like i want to i want to do you in the bat cave kind of thing right next to the <laughs> giant penny you know <laughs> oh, well, who doesn't right <laughs> <laughs> just do it on the paint just turn it over it's on the, on, you know, on the um, side yeah. just do it right on, on abraham lincoln's face <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's just it just it seems really. Uh, it's yeah, uh, yeah. I'm like I'm like the killing, and also to me the killing joke. Yeah, it's kind. It's about Barbara, like what happens to her. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, but yeah. it's more about like the Joker's story yeah, as to what, like he's yeah. like his his reasoning as to why he did it. Yeah, and also the the the. The force, the the trauma that it, he's trying to enforce onto Jim. Yeah, like I'm like, it's it's sad to say, but the Killing Joke is almost like it's about Barbara, but has nothing to do with her. Yeah, yeah. Per, uh, like, I mean, like, she, she was just somebody. She was just a means to an end. Yeah. Like even the even the creator said he kind of he kind of looks back at it and he kind of regrets that part of the storyline because he feels like he just used her for that. Yeah, like yeah. she she was just a pawn in Joker's game mm-hmm. in a sense and yeah. like not even realizing what he was doing. <laughs> but I mean, she was already like retired as, as Batgirl at the time in the comic when, yeah. when it happened. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like she wasn't even Batgirl at the time. That's why she, probably why she was so uh, cut on her wares by it. Uh, but yeah. Okay. I think, we, I think we've gotten that out of our system. Yeah. <laughs> I think we can move on. I was just so angry. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you guys see the new Lego Batman trailer? I did not. How it is looks, it? It looks great. It looks friggin' hilarious. Good, good. Um, I heard he had like the the armored bat suit or something. Uh, he's got like there's a scene where because basically it's just about Batman trying to teach like train Robin and everything, and mm-hmm. he do, he doesn't te- tell him that Batman's Bruce Wayne or anything. He just like takes him to the Bat Cave. But Robin's like, whoa, you tell me Batman lives in Bruce Wayne's basement? Like, more like Bruce Wayne lives in Batman's attic. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a scene where, like, Robin wants a costume, so he, like, cycles through all of Batman's stuff. And there's, like, a mariachi Batman one. There's, like, a scuba gear Batman one. There's a glam rock Batman one. Glam rock Batman. Oh, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Makes me think of the good old days of playing Lego Batman when you had all those different yeah. costumes that you can like switch out of, like the sonar Batman yeah. and the, the mind-detecting <laughs> Robin. Like Mind-detecting. I like the idea that he just got Robin just to block mines for him. Are you going out of the minefield? You let me know. <laughs> there's, there's Robin with like a metal detector. He's like, oh, this is a good idea. <laughs> um... He's gonna have like a like a new psychic name like uh, a canary that just goes into mine shafts with him. <laughs> <laughs> Dick and Eddie. Um, 
Oh, did you did you guys see the the new Injustice characters? Oh yeah, Wonder Woman and Blue Beetle. Yeah, have you seen Wonder oh. Woman's face in that? Yes, it looks so. It's, it's it, yeah. It reminds me of if you've seen um the the Cartoon Network commercials now, where they just put a kid's face over like a character from Cartoon Network. <laughs> yeah, that's what it looks like. Like it just it just looks bad. Like and um, but I mean like I don't want to pass judgment yet because oh. it's still in like beta test. It's still in like very early in the thing, mm. and hopefully they can like map it out better. But like right, hopefully. like hopefully they can tighten the graphics up a little bit. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully the hopefully the female faces and the faces in general reach uh, Mortal Kombat X level, not Mortal Kombat Nine level. Yeah, yeah. And then and yeah, then because I mean it's like freaking was it? Um, they show uh, Jaime. Uh, for Blue Beetle without his mask and it looked creepy as hell. And then well, he looked like he, Robocop without the mask. <laughs> where then, the face just kind of comes out at you. <laughs> and then, and then the mask even looked creepy because he looked like uh, like a Michael Bay Ninja Turtle. He <laughs> really does. And it made so much sense when they show the scene where like the two of them are like connected together, like in that that power struggle kind of fight. Yeah. And um, and they gave him the one mask that didn't make his face move. <laughs> like, like it was like that one with like that T bar thing in front of it. Yeah. Like, so and he, but he still says something. So it's like, but like, well, you did that so we wouldn't have to see the graphic of him talking, didn't you? <laughs> uh, I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah. Any anything else besides the faces for that? That's all, that's all I can focus on. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like the way I kind of I do really like the way they fought, except for the fact that Blue Beetle is essentially Devora. From mm. from Mortal Kombat 10, that's pretty much all all he yeah. is. Huh. Same kind of fighting style. He's got the the, the tendrils that come out and like stab at you and all well, that's that stuff. All, yeah. That's what they do, man. That's why that's why there's always gonna be an ice character and everything. That's why they had um, <laughs> Killer Frost last game. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this game they're gonna have Captain Cold. It's, I, it's been I'm heavily implied. I'm excited oh. for that because I do really like the character of Captain Cold. Yeah, I wonder because they, they actually sold the ice gun in the, in the very beginning of each trailer. Uh-huh. I'm wondering is it gonna be old ice gun one or is it gonna be like the icy armed one? Because <laughs> that one fits more with their Sub Zero uh, model, so I feel like they're just yeah. gonna use that. But I hope it's ice probably. gun. I really. D- yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, li- I like ice gun. There's some. There's something about making Flash's rogues gallery into a bunch of mutants that kind of like turned me off of the rogues gallery. Mm. Like I like the fact that they were all kind of human. They're, they all had human-esque things to them. Like, you know, they all needed tools in order to do what they needed to do. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, what else? I liked uh, Wonder Woman. She has that one grapple where like she, she hits you with the rope. Mm-hmm. And then ties it around her leg so she can like just like kick her leg back and yank oh. you forward so she can slash you with the sword. I was like, that looks bad. <laughs> I was like, that was an awesome freaking move. That's pretty move. great. Yeah, she looks more more interesting than in the first game to me. Yeah. Um. Oh, speaking of uh, his his rose gallery, uh, Legends of Tomorrow uh-huh. got a bunch of uh, um, reveals this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're getting their own GSA uh, JSA. Sorry. And it's going to have uh, Stargirl, Obsidian, uh, Midnight, uh, Commander Steel, and I guess Vixen. I don't know. Or she's going to be in it. I don't know if she's part of the JSA, but... Bless, bless you. Thank you. Yeah, it's going it's to be, right, be right from the beginning, because it's going to be like, I think episode two is where they, they meet them. Oh, okay, cool. Because mm. I, like, uh, I like all of those people. Mm-hmm. Um, is it Commander Steel? Yeah. Okay. Because uh, I remember when they first we brought in the JSA it was a they made him citizen steel because he was the because like he was the grandson of the original commander but he wasn't in the military at all uh-huh. so that because uh, I think he had like um when does that when does that stop anybody in the comic well he had a, everybody's captain something it's like none of you are captains well he had a he had a yeah he had a major disability that like 
um, that like prevented him from going into the military. Uh, so, so flat feet for him. For him, it was just the fact that like that's why he did he didn't want to take on his grandfather's name. He's like, because my grandfather did it because he was in the military. That's mm-hmm. why he was commander. Same thing with my father. He's like, I wasn't gonna take the name and not be a military man. Like, yeah. I, I feel like it's a slap in the face to them. So when he actually got his powers, um, they just called him Citizen Steel. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're also getting their own Legion of Doom, apparently. Ooh. I hope they have the uh, the Darth Vader helmet base. <laughs> <laughs> right? Just, just come out of the swamp. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Doom. I <laughs> I love that one family guy who does that. He's like, meanwhile, at the Hall of Doom. And I think Lois looks at him, not now. And you see the head. Sorry. <laughs> he just like, goes right back <laughs> into the water. Um, oh, also, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. had a big reveal. I think Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider is going to be in it. Whoa. And it's going to be the uh, Robbie Reyes uh, version. Yeah. Which is the one that has the cool muscle car. The so, Hispanic so, Ghost Rider. So as far as I'm concerned... Nicholas Cage is still canon Johnny Blaze. Right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't hear anybody saying it's not he's not. Until there's a until there's a new Johnny Blaze, Nicholas Cage is still Johnny Blaze. Yes. Maybe even after, I mean, because sometimes you're a pretty actors, but it could still be the same character. That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, but um I I kinda like Robbie Reyes because he uh his thing is that he um he's the only ghost that doesn't have an actual demon or angel as his spirit. Mm-hmm. It's it's literally just a ghost. Oh. Like it's a ghost that's very powered up from being like it's alive so long or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, so his, his interaction is different. You know, he's able to actually talk to it and, and interact with it uh, as opposed to the the other ones who are always having to like fight for control and stuff. Yeah. And uh, and it made it for a pretty interesting story during Secret Wars too, because it was uh, there's this one, I think it's one angel that had something to do with like all of their their spirits besides his. Mm-hmm. He basically was in control of all of them, and so he was the only one that could actually fight the guy in order to free everybody because he couldn't control him at all because he's just like it's a ghost in him. Yeah, makes me think of a uh, maybe think of Zappa from freaking uh, uh, Guilty Gear. Oh yeah, just like all those ghosts possessing him. <laughs> Feel so bad for that guy. <laughs> He's possessed by the ghosts of the Three Stooges. <laughs> <laughs> Is that really who they're supposed to be? Because it, it always seemed like it. I think so, because they throw out like banana peels yeah. and stuff. And, like, like, they're very slapsticky. <laughs> Probably want to be with their family, so. <laughs> <laughs> it is unfeasible to raise the dead, and I'm pretty sure if the Three Stooges are alive, they wouldn't want to hang out with you. <laughs> um, oh, uh, hey, Miguel. Yo. <laughs> Uh, how much longer would you say that One Piece is going to go for? I never really thought it would end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to end eventually. Oh. Unless the guy dies first. Um, <laughs> well, I guess that would be an end too. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, put it this way. According to the author, One Piece is now 65% complete. He said it was 60% complete in 2012. And these past years have been five percent. So four percent. So five percent is four years. Yeah. So by that estimate, it'll be done in twenty-eight years or twenty forty-four. I'll keep in mind that it's actually slowing down. (laughs) Uh, It was was actually fifty percent twice because it slowed down so much, (laughs) and then yeah. So it's it's it might be longer than that. Oh Oh, dear God, Lordy. But it might be it might be quicker than that <laughs> if he decides to like pick up the pace out of nowhere and just like 
I, I doubt it. <laughs> he's he's pretty much gone from from uh, from every week to more like a, a series of weeks and then a break now because mm. he started to like affect his health. Aww. I mean, so I like I respect that he does that, but I'm just saying that that's going slower now because of that. So yeah, yeah. Twenty forty four. Jesus tap dancing, Chris. Right. <laughs> I guess they're eating better, so I'm alive to finish it. <laughs> At least now I have time to catch up. <laughs> You're not gonna catch up. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of anime, uh, JoJo got picked up for uh, Tanami. Uh, what? I was watching. I was actually watching One Punch Man yesterday mm-hmm. on there. I love. I I kind of love how deadpan the actor for. That's what you gotta be. Yeah. Found you. <laughs> like, I, was, I was watching the one with the evolution people. Yeah, the one where he comes into the, the ground. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, like at first he's, he's angry. He's like, he's like, you guys gotta pay for a new roof. Like, and then like later on, he's like, seriously, who comes in and busts up someone's roof for no reason? <laughs> like, it's just, like just how, just how dry and deadpan it was. I loved it. It sounds great. Do you want to know my story, Sensei? Not, not really. <laughs> I watched Yu-Gi-Oh last night. That's pretty nice. <laughs> what, is it? what is it? They had a. They had, Why do you sound like him now? <laughs> spreading. They had a new um, uh, Gundam cartoon. Which called, one? What? Called Iron Blooded Orphans. Oh yeah, the one was, with the orphans. I was like, I was like, this is this is the most bare bone Gundam I've ever seen. Like not not the the show itself, but I mean like their robots are like so mm. like. Like the the one that they show in the intro, I'm like, oh, this is like, like it's missing so many pieces. Like like I'm trying to rebuild it. Like it's like C3PO in Episode One kind of feel to it. I, yeah, I didn't watch much of that, but if, from what I can tell, it's like a uh, war torn nation, and they're like these they're little orphans from that that war. Yeah. So I mean, everybody's nobody's got like a fully functioning thing anymore because the war's been going on long enough. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just it's just all the uh, all the repaired. Uh, other repaired Gundams and things. Huh. It's nuts. Yeah, I kind of like the ones that are more realistic towards towards battle like that. Yeah. Um, like um, Eighth MS Team. Mm-hmm. It's freaking amazing that that series. That that time when they actually lose their their targeting computer and they have somebody like doing like the actual sniping spotting where they're like, okay, uh, three degrees to the right, you know? Yeah. And they, like, and, and they're just firing him manually, and he's like, you're you're off with two degrees adjust, you know, and like all that kind of stuff. And that one guy who uh, something similar happens. I think like I think that the head gets blown off or something like, or part of it's destroyed. Mm-hmm. And he just opens up the because like they actually piloting from the chest. So he just opens it up and he's fighting like that. And like this part where like there's like a shrapnel shower basically on him. It's just like you just see all the cuts that are happening when he's still still fighting. Jeez, yeah. that series is great. If you, if you haven't seen that, just watch it. It's very short, yeah. but it's it's amazing. That the main character. You know he's a badass because in the first the first episode he defeats a Zaku using a ball. If you've ever seen the the section, it's a make just called a ball. It's literally a repair. It's a circle. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah. I've seen yeah. That. And he defeats a Zaku with that. <laughs> and it's just like wow. I just think of uh, when I think of um, the ball. I, th- I always think of that episode of Game Grumps where they play that Gundam versus game. Like they're like, hey, Big Zam. Yeah. Let's do a ball versus ball match. It's like, I would, but I've already picked Big Zam. I'm already locked into this Big Zam thing. <laughs> um, 
Oh, Isaiah. Uh-huh. Uh, it was announced at Comic Con that uh, uh, MS3 th- uh, MST3K was picked up by Netflix. Yeah. What? Yeah. So they're gonna air that that whole series every and, season. And they've got they've got such great writers. They got Dan Harmon as a writer. They got Joel McHale as a writer, and Whoa. even uh, Mary Jo Pell, who people know as Pearl, and also the disembodied voice of the Satellite of Love um, from the later seasons of the show. Uh, huh. Will will be back as writers and also as their old characters. Nice. Because uh, Mary Jo Pell was Pearl, um, Kevin Murphy, and uh, I want to say Bill Corbett. They'll mm-hmm. be back as um, Brain Guy and Bobo, but they won't be back as the voice of the robots. They got two new voices for the robots, so it's like I'm. But I'm like, <sighs> yeah, I'm excited. They say they say expect uh, they say expect it to be on in the no, the not too distant future. So next Sunday, got it. <laughs> I actually bit my tongue trying to say that. <laughs> Um. Oh, uh, the they announced two new Sonic games. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, uh, Sonic Mania, which is uh, which is uh, Sega's version of Capcom saying we don't know how to make these these games anymore, <laughs> retro style. So we're just gonna let the fans do it. Yeah, it's, it's literally a guy that that already made like a retro Sonic game. Yeah, that was really popular. Uh, they just just gave it to him. <laughs> And it looks so good. It, it does look really good. Did you guys watch the stream where they announced it? God, no. I heard it, it was horrible. It was a mess. A beautiful <laughs> train wreck of a mess. We said it was like four hours of, of terrible just for that one, <laughs> for that two trailers. Basically, like, I don't know. Like, leading up to the stream, there were already technical difficulties. We, Me and my brother Tony were trying to watch it. They were streaming on Twitch and YouTube. Mm-hmm. And both of them were, like, starting up for, like, two seconds and then cutting off again and for, like... 30 minutes and then when it finally started it was like this little musical thing some DJs playing thing but the whole time the audio was like it's like if you didn't put the audio cables in all the way so like it's kind of coming out of one speaker and there's a yeah Japan there's a buzzing sound in the background is was this was this like straight from Japan I, no, I think it was in near Comic Con. Okay, because because so, Japan doesn't know how to stream at all. Like anytime I watch any any stream from Japan, it's like, <laughs> why is this such low quality? <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm watching an old VHS tape. <laughs> so after the, that whole like musical performance, the one of the guys, one of the social media guys for Sonic, uh, Aaron Weber, I believe he like runs the Sonic Twitter. Oh, nice. Yeah, he came Love out. Twitter. He like talked a bunch and stuff, got the crowd going, and then showed like a video, a nice little retrospective of Sonic, and it showed like all the different games and the cool music and everything, and it was a nice buildup and it was beautiful. But at the very end of the video, like the music cuts off, but the video is still playing, so you can't hear the big finish of the song and Aww. everything. But what does come back a few seconds later is, <laughs> and then silence for ten seconds. <laughs> Just ear blasting, <laughs> grinding, because it's like it's coming closer to you. And then silence. That's a horror movie if I've ever heard one. Oh, yeah. Then, <laughs> it's not over yet. Aaron talks longer about what the event's going to be. And then he's like going to build up to the announcement. He like starts like, so now we have an announcement for you for the... And then like the audio cuts off just perfectly Aww. as he's talking. And then I'll never like, for that again. He's like just signaling stuff. Luckily, it came back when it went to the video for the trailer for Sonic Mania, which mm. looks great and all that. Oh, jeez. Yeah, Sonic Mania and um, 
uh, Sonic Gen- Project Sonic, which is basically Project just Sonic Generations Sonic 2. 2. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. The head of Sonic team leading up to it saying, I have a new trailer for you, but it, I just want to say it's not a sequel. It's like a new thing we're starting here, but it looks like Sonic Generations 2. Yeah, I'm really wondering what's, what's different. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I don't think it's going to be the same thing that Sonic Generations was, where it was like, you know, one Genesis era Sonic level and then one uh, oh, newer true. gen Sonic level mm-hmm. it might just be one solid game where you can just play as both new sonic and old you can sonic. just like switch between or something yeah but like it yeah. like each one probably has their own set of abilities that that's different from the other yeah i'd imagine but it's not going to be like the way it was in that in in yeah in i can see that i can see that yeah i can see that yeah it's like the same universe I can see the future. same universe but different um, characters or different uh, style. Style. Mm-hmm. Um, it was also announced that there, there there's going to be a Dirk Gently's Holistic De- Detective Agency uh, miniseries. Yeah. If you've ever read those books, uh, those are the books by the creator of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh huh. Oh. And it's uh, it's about a, a detective that uh, it's been a while since I've read these, so I'm I might be a little off on this, but. His style is to wander around aimlessly until he solves the case. <laughs> Basically, like he doesn't even pick up cases. He just kind of like, he believes that uh, everything is is um is um connected. Uh. So if he just kind of like wanders around and like does random things, and just like, like he'll just follow a car for days on end for no reason, <laughs> and then just. <laughs> <laughs> hoping he, that he ends up solving a case or stumbling on a case. <laughs> it's it's a very odd uh, character and 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 uh, book series, but it's it's it feels like the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, you know. Yeah, Max Landis That's is cool. a showrunner. Yeah, for the show. And well, he's the one that um is uh, adapting the show. Yeah, he uh like because I've been I've been following his Snapchats and he's been in uh in Vancouver for like a few months just doing all the uh like. You know, yeah. show running. Like, so, yes. so like his Snapchat is just basically him in in Vancouver, like pointing out all the stuff that he's doing for the show and like all the filming and like he's like, look at the sets, look at that. Like he's just pointing at all the stuff that's in here because like this is he's had he's got more control over this than anything else he's pretty much ever done. Because nice. like, it looks pretty fun. It looks like uh, I've got um, Elijah Wood as his uh, his new sidekick, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. And it kind of feels the main character kind of feels like uh, like Doctor Who in a way, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, the Doctor where he just the, he just wandering around doing things and you're like I don't know how, what this is doing but all right like he's just weird and interesting. I just showed up here and what Daleks the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that is pretty good. Uh, oh, I really like the trailer for Legion. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And that it has like a Bollywood scene randomly. <laughs> Did you get to watch this trailer? No, <laughs> I, I wanted to. Like, I, I didn't have sound. Oh, I'll show, I'll show it to you later. But yeah, it's just like a bunch of crazy stuff happening the whole the whole way through. And it, it's kind of implied that he didn't know he had powers. I think he just thought he was crazy, uh-huh. but he didn't realize it was crazy and powers. <laughs> and uh, but he's he's he's. I'm talking to like a, a psychologist or a therapist or something. And at one point, he's just he's telling the story, and he just this is like this whole dance scene, like straight out of Bollywood. And the, the guy's like, you could probably just skip that part if you want. Like, is, this, is, this, is this actually relevant? Oh, uh, no, 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 I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I want to know what the context of that is. I wonder if uh, all the backup dancers are all of his... His, his other... His, his personalities with powers. I could see that. Hmm. Um, oh, you want to talk about Steven Universe without spoilers? 
Oh, yeah. Okay. Or as we like to call it, S-U-W-S. Seuss. All right, let's see. Let's see if we can do this without without any spoilers because my girl hasn't seen it. I, I plan to do this with Ed, which I had assumed Ed had watched it already, but it, it's fine. Okay, let's just I'll I'm just sorry. go I'll just go one by one, and you just <laughs> just say your thoughts without spoilers. Uh, Stephen floats. Yeah, he sure floated. <laughs> Drop beat dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Greg. Oh, that one was great. That one was like the, the best yeah. thing ever. <laughs> it really was. Uh, too short to ride. Um, good Paradox episode, or mm. or as, as they called it now, the Shorty Squad. The Shorty Squad, yeah. Uh, the, the new Lars. That one was interesting. I think that's probably my favorite Lars episode because I don't like Lars episodes. <laughs> Well, I think, and I think that's the point. Nobody likes Lars. Yeah, it's just, that, that is the point of the episode, pretty that's much. The, that's the point of the character in in and of itself is just that nobody likes him, and it's like, um, and I think that I think the reason is I think the main reason why nobody likes Lars is because like everyone can kind of see through him. Mm-hmm. Like he's very transparent. His, it's like his whole thing is that he he. Uh, he doesn't want people to know the real him. Yeah. But everybody can tell immediately the real him. Yeah. <laughs> all the time. Uh-huh. So it just pisses everybody off that he's trying to, so hard to be fake. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, like he wants to be part of the cool kids, but the cool kids are like, no. Like, no, you're not genuine. Like, yeah, like we're, not. we're all very genuine about who we are. Maybe if you, maybe if you were, maybe, I know, maybe if you were genuine about yourself, like, maybe if you did show us who you really were, even if you're a dick. Right. Like, it's still better than what you're showing us now. Like, exactly. And uh, Beach City Drift. <sighs> the Supremo is a mm. badass car. Um, just, just anime. Yeah. <laughs> anime of the episode. Yeah. Um, More than usual. Yeah. I feel like um, it it follows a specific anime. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, it doesn't. Uh, I don't want to give too much away. I just want, like, you know, kind of just, yeah. just the initials. Just the initials of it seems like it would it would give too much away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you watch that that one series, man, it's just like d- dead on. Yeah, I, I, I kind of want to go to an arcade that has them and 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 pay that extra two dollars to get the to get that extra piece. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I think you gave it up away already. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I remember they used to have one at Cerritos, like back in the day at Cerritos College. They used what? to have one. Really? Yeah, they used to have one of those machines, and it would it would give you the thing and everything. Nice. After a while, though, like nobody bothered to refill it. So. Are we still talking about cartoons? <laughs> or we're talking about what what video game or what what series the specific cartoon was parodying? Uh, it's it, it's a series that if you gave the initial away, it would it would ruin it. Uh, I think I get it. The, the initial I got it is D. <laughs> uh, the anime was called Dicks. Uh, it's about a detective who uh, who travels around in souped up muscle cars. Reminds me of that. I actually want to see that now. Reminds me of that. That commercial for the uh, that show—it's like a parody of um, detective shows. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, you know, calms me down. Big bag of dicks. And it's just it's like Dick's barbecue on it. <laughs> uh, um, I just want to say that we were we were sponsored this this week by Magic Tracks. <laughs> MagicTracks.com. 
Oh my god, those toys are so freaking great. It's like, it's, like, it's like race car driving, but and like it's it's these tracks things that come the ma- these they, magic and they, tracks and they light up. They they interlock with each other and they glow Whoa. in the dark. And then the cars that drive on them, the cars that are specifically made for these things, have like a black light that goes underneath, so you can turn off all the lights and the track is glow in the dark. Oh. It's like so Rainbow they, Road. Yeah. So, I want this. So then you let it go and it's just like yeah, and, and, and like and the and way you can, can build it like they. They built like a curved track that was like I don't even know how it was staying up, and the car was just spinning in circles like endlessly. Yeah, it's like a salad bowl almost. Yeah. Like, and then they built one where it was a vertical track, and it was just it was like a hamster wheel. It was, it was just driving itself down the street, you know. <laughs> yeah, and then um, and then yeah, and then as they're driving, you can adjust during their driving. Like yeah, if you, they're like moving it around and stuff like like as it's going. Whoa. And I was like. Oh, I was like, oh, this this thing is freaking amazing, and like, I'm like, it looks like it's for four year olds, but I don't give a shit. <laughs> right? I, want I, this. I want it now. <laughs> just just put the just put your like your phone on on it so the uh, Pokemon Go can. <gasps> <sighs> I know. I kind of want to get like a bunch of like little miniature Nintendo people and just like glue them to the cars. Huh. Yeah. Also, we're not really sponsored by them, but I would like to be. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, MagicTracks.com. You probably find it in the as seen on TV section in your in your local store. Yeah, right. Like just go to the mall to get one of those stores. Yeah. Magictracks.com. The world's your road. <laughs> <laughs> like order it? now and we'll double your order. Just pay additional shipping and handling. <laughs> just pay for two. <laughs> <laughs> it's two for the price of two. <laughs> Twice the deals for none of the savings. <laughs> Even yeah. demons know. Even <laughs> demons know. <laughs> uh, uh, By the way, Miguel is not a demon. <laughs> <laughs> that we know of. <laughs> Play like scary music right there. <laughs> um, should I go into comics? I don't have that much. This yeah, week. sure. Yeah, it was only Comic Con. What, what news is there about comics? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean most of our news is about comics. This is just the part where I just talk about it's actual, actual comics. comics. <laughs> I find it weird that Comic Con mainly you hear about the trailers and stuff for movies based on the comics. Oh, yeah, by the and way, series based on the comics. Yeah, yeah. The, speaking of which, I forgot to mention um, they they released the Defenders trailer. Oh yeah, and the one for Iron Fist. I kind of like the way Iron Fist looks. It kind of looks very homelessy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean that, that happens in the comics uh, sometimes too. It's weird because he's super rich. I love how I don't I don't know what the deal with this is, but in two separate comics, two characters both said snap into a slim gym while while elbow dropping somebody. <laughs> Same week of comics, two two different comics, now, they, two different they, characters. Were they both uh, Were they both of the same company? Like was yeah, they, it was both Marvel. Okay, but All I just right. I just want to know what the, like were they are they, are they friends? These two writers are they both the same writer? It was uh it was uh, it was a uh, Star Lord did it and Deadpool did it. Oh, okay, that makes sense. But yeah, I just love that. Just snap into a slim gym. They're just elbow, elbow. They're like a midair, but the, the drop the elbow. Well, the thing is, the thing that makes me that that that, that like little bit of history is that um, since everyone knows Macho Man Randy Savage as the voice of Slim Jims for the longest time, yeah, mm-hmm. that was his finisher. Was a was a dropping elbow. Like oh, he would okay. he would be at the top rope and drop an elbow. And hit, he wouldn't say that when he dropped when he would drop his elbow, but <laughs> he like right. he wasn't the mascot then yet. Okay, but yeah, he uh, said enough. 
Ooh, yeah. You want bone saw to take <laughs> care? Anyway. Uh, coffee in the big time, yeah. And I am the cream, and the cream will rise to the top. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like that—that's—that's—that's that's, that's why you say snap into a slim gym when you yeah. drop the elbow, unless you're doing the fresh prints, where you have to make sure that you like drop four consecutive elbows, and then before you drop the fifth one, you slap your elbow like at least twice or three times. Mm. The fresh prints. Yeah, you never saw that. No. It's great. It's one of those scenes where uh, Carlton is like talking to uh, to somebody, and meanwhile you see Jazz and and Will in like a soundproof <laughs> booth. So while, the, oh, yeah. so while the conversation is happening, you see the two of them get into this big old fight, and then at one point, like, like Will actually. knocks Jazz over, and he just goes, like, just dropping elbows, and then the final one, he just goes, <laughs> like, just straight chops it, and then, like, the and, then they both, episode. and they both stand up and, like, realize, like, you know, why are we fighting? They're, and then like, they both, actually like, concerned for each other, and yeah. they just hug it they up. They hug and cry, <laughs> and while all this is happening in the soundproof booth, like, Carlton's just having this conversation with, like, a game show host. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I love that that whole comic of Guardians of the Galaxy was pretty great because it was just uh, the whole issue was just the team coming to save Peter Quill. Uh-huh. God, we gotta save him again. <laughs> Why is he always captured somewhere in an arena? And then they cut to like him in an arena because they're being forced to fight to the death. Uh-huh. And the whole time he's he's fighting these huge, huge ass alien guys. But then like the uh, like the Emperor gets in like a huge conversation, like a really long conversation about what, what's happening on his planet or like the the planet that the guardians are on mm. it's like uh sir i think they escaped you know like he's like what and the whole time in the background you just see peter quill fighting these guys and he's like running you know he's like he's like losing his clothes slowly <laughs> there's one scene where for some reason one of them was down and he's doing the elbow on him nice. and saying that you uh-huh. know and like at one point yeah in the background he actually says hey i don't mind you know being put to the death but you at least watch <laughs> like <laughs> you know <laughs> and uh and then the whole time the emperor is just like Wait, they escaped? How'd they escape? Uh, what, what about my, my guards? Uh, they're dead. <laughs> you know? And it's like, <laughs> what about the, the, you know, this guy? Uh, Drax uh, cut off his head and kicked it off a mountain. Like, like it just gives you more, more, detail, more detailed about how they just got destroyed. And uh, it's, it's great. Um, speaking of them, uh, uh, Groot and uh, uh, Rocket and Groot have their own comic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think issue seven was the latest one, and that one was amazing. Like, that, that comic, I think everybody needs to read that. Because it's, it's so it's so good, and, and it, it works on its own. It's it's, it's completely standalone. Mm. It has this line: <laughs> um, the phone keeps ringing for for Rocket, and Groot keeps picking it up. Mm. And obviously, Groot just says, "You know, I I am Groot." Yeah. And the guy just hangs up because he's like, "Oh, I was looking for Rocket." And he just hangs up, and it keeps happening. <laughs> <laughs> and funny, like funny, Rocket says, "Just let it go to the the, the answering machine." Like he's, he's busy, he can't, he can't answer it. And. Uh, <laughs> When uh, Rocket finally picks it up, he's like, "Oh, uh, sir, I think your um, demented, de- developmentally disabled adult son might be answering the phone." And <laughs> I, I like that that moniker for for Groot, uh, dev- developmentally disabled adult son. <laughs> I, speaking of speaking of the two of them, developmentally disabled adult sons. Speaking of Rocket and and Groot, they're gonna be on the new patch for, oh, for NASA. NASA. Like yeah. NASA's NASA's latest mission actually what? has uh, Groot and Rocket. It has the Marvel the- logo on it. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. It looks it looks really nice too. Whoa, they're gonna get sued. <laughs> no, this is the Marvel they're, they're logo. Being done with, with uh, permission. Okay. All right. 
I don't. Also, That's I don't. Cool, I don't think. Uh, I don't think uh, Marvel would be mad that NASA decided. <laughs> right. To, <laughs> you mean my my stuff is gonna be in outer space? I'm taking your ass to court. Like you know, that's not how it works. Uh, yeah, it is like. I love that. 2016, man. You don't know. I think the actual uh, the story that I saw for that just said, uh, in case you need any, any more proof that the people at NASA are huge nerds. <laughs> I think I actually looked at that same article because that was the first line on it. Nice. <laughs> we've, we've slowly gotten insane. Bear with us, people. <laughs> bear, bear with our insanity. Um, oh, uh... One of the new Superman comics, it's it's revealed that uh, the cape for John, which is a Superman's son, mm-hmm. he it comes actually from crypto, which makes sense because it's a smaller cape, yeah. and uh, that's a pretty crazy issue. He's wearing the dog's cape. Did he at least clean it or something first? No, no. I don't. I don't want <laughs> to give it away, but something bad happens to crypto. So uh. it's more of like a he's no longer here thing. So. I'm they like, can oh. still wash it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't need the dog's permission to wash the cape. He doesn't even touch crypto. It's always just floating above him. I don't even know. Dog's fur flies off everywhere. I'm sure it tons of stuck on what is, what is this shitting like? Because he's like, you know, is it invulnerable fur? How does that work? Oh, yeah. Just like, just like kidnap crypto for a year. And just collect all of his sheddings make, make and make a suit out of it. Make a suit. I want to see this guy. <laughs> he, he just looks like steel, but he's just wearing wool. <laughs> he's just wearing the fur. Like. No, he, make, he makes it into a nice suit, like a Cruella yeah. DeVille kind of villain. Like, you know, just just like a, a nice white suit with a red dress shirt underneath, like with a with a white vest. Like, they just look like that kind of, like Brother Love from the WWF, if you ever, if you ever saw oh, him no. in the old school days. Um, like just look like that, and like, like, you, and and then wear the, the 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 cheesy trilby fedora, and like, uh, my Superman, like, <laughs> truly the most terrifying of villains. <laughs> uh, speaking of terrifying villains, uh, Psycho Pirate is in Gotham again. Oh God, freaking Psycho Pirate scares the crap out of me. <laughs> Something about that guy. I don't. I don't know what it is. It's like every part of him. It has something to do with him either being crazy or a pirate. Or a pirate. I'm not sure which. He's both. Yep. But yeah, if you ever seen that guy, he, he's a part of like make you feel emotions and you can like, control them. And yeah, that, he's like, weird. So I was a big villain for Power Girls because apparently, like that was one of her weaknesses. Was like you can you can influence her emotionally. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much everybody's weakness. Yeah. <laughs> Right, because the Martian Manhunter's weakness is fire. It's everyone's weakness. It's freaking it's fire. fire yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's teamed up with Hugo Strange now, and it's it's not looking good. Oh, that, that's much worse. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, if anybody that you don't want, somebody that, that can control people's emotions to team up with. Yeah. It's the psychologist guy. <laughs> well, always know we record here at Undercity Comics off Philadelphia and Greenleaf here in Uptown Whittier. Um... Marvel DC Independent. You've got money. Come and spend it here at Undercity Comics. You can always hit us up on Twitter at Procrast Podcast, or you can email us at podcastprocrastination at gmail.com. Uh, for this week, this is Isaiah. This is Dan. And Miguel. Telling you to tell you.